The Big Scary Show is brought to you in part by Dark Imaginings. Web design, creepy changing portraits, and much, much more. DarkImaginings.com From the deepest, darkest crypts, to the backwoods swamp near the bottom, from the inside of your castle, to the fears lying deep inside your subconscious, it's time for the Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Michael Edwards with Terror in the Corn out in Erie, Colorado, and you are listening to the Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Dan Henry from Henry Monster Designs in Denver, Colorado, and you are listening to the Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Brian Jenkins from Ticket Sign Up in Richmond, Virginia, and you're listening to the Big Scary Show. Hello, creeps. It's me, John Kassir, the voice of... The Crypt Keeper. <laughs> and you're listening to The Big Scary Show, the top podcast in the industry. <laughs> Hi, this is Rex B. Hamilton, haunted house actor from Cleveland, Ohio, and you are listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Joe Buscarino from Strager Moon Productions, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Warren Maxwell from Third Degree of Terror in Air, Massachusetts, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. You're listening to The Big Scary Show with three big scary men and one that wears more makeup than I do. Oh, Transworld 2023 is in the books, but if you're like me, you're still living on caffeine and ibuprofen. So we're going to be bringing you Transworld Part 1. If you missed out on any of the booths, we're going to share it with you with lots of interviews brought to you by Badger, myself, and Wicked Wendy. We're also going to have some fun with Storm, who's going to talk about balloons. Jim's always going to find ways to share different torture techniques with us so hold on for your deadline news your interviews your vendors and relive all of the fun of transworld 2023 here on the big scary show out of the darkness of the ancient past out of the dust of centuries and the inscrutable silence of the unknown come two new adventures in shock and suspense on one sensational motion picture program The Mummy, plus Curse of the Undead. Fear will freeze you when you face The Mummy. It tears steel bars like paper. It snaps men's spines like matchsticks. It walks through bullets like a ghost. Wakened from the darkest tomb of the pharaohs, it stalks the earth with strangely human desires. The Mummy. And on the same program, Curse of the Undead. 
The haunting story of a faceless fiend who drained the young and beautiful of life. Together on one program, Curse of the Undead, and in chilling technicolor, The Mummy. Hello everyone, Drew Badger here on the floor of Transworld's Trade Show in St. Louis. And, you know, if you've been watching the Transworld live shows, you've probably run across Blake Phillips with Toxic FX... Home of, you know, mutilated, rotten, nasty, sick pumpkins, jack-o'-lanterns, and all that. You know, it it is no secret that over the last couple of years, pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns have been making a massive comeback in the world of haunted attractions. Some great set design and and homeowners and yard displays. and, And let's face it, who doesn't love pumpkins? And especially really disturbing, gory, sick-looking jack-o'-lanterns. Blake, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, man, we're tired. It's only Saturday, and we got another day of this going. But, man, things are crazy here. Lots and lots of folks hanging out, checking out all the cool stuff. And um, you've been talking on Transworld Live about a whole bunch of new stuff. How has that been received, and what is some of the new stuff? They're going great. So we have a, a line of runkins is what I call them. They're smaller versions of a, a nasty-looking rotten pumpkin, and they're going great. I mean, they're, they're selling like crazy. We're almost sold out of them now. Um, we have some craft pumpkins that basically this is uh, your own canvas. You can put your own face in them if you want to, and uh, people are, are loving those as well. We have some flat pumpkins, little fillers, and uh, people are loving I mean, everybody's loving all these pumpkins, as they say, when they walk up, so. It's a good thing. It's a very good thing. And, you know, I've seen people walk around with uh, the staffs you've got with jack-o'-lanterns on them and people carrying yeah. stuff out. Now, you donated some items to the uh, Transworld Tribute Show. Is that correct? We did. We donated a full set of pumpkins, uh, 10 pumpkins total, uh, to HAA, and they love it. And did they sell out, or is that auction not come up yet? I think they did sell out. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I think they did. I, I'm sure people were just waiting for that time where they were available to go buy. Right, right absolutely. And then we did the um, the zombie baby booze for the Transworld Tribute Store. Right. And uh, those went almost immediately. Nice. It was insane. It was good. Yeah, everybody loves the baby booze. That's right. And you mentioned the staffs, too. And the, the Rotten Pumpkins, you know, they've had a, a long run of being successful, and they're still successful here at the show. But it's funny, the staffs have actually outdone them at this show this year. People are loving those. They're using them for their, their sets. We've had several people come up, and they're lining their trails with the actual oh, wow. staffs themselves. Uh, actors use them. Um, they're great. Are they putting, like, LEDs in them, or do they already come with that? They come with LEDs. All of our staffs come with LEDs. Uh, they're battery power, but we also have the option to convert that over into just plug-and-play if you want to do that. There, so there's nice. a mix and match of each option. Is right? And you're still doing custom work. If I had an idea, or if I wanted my face on a jack o' lantern or something, you could do that. Absolutely, we can. We can do anything you can think of. Excellent. So, for people wanting more information about Toxic FX and their line of really creepy kind of pumpkin stuff, pumpkins are big again, folks. How can they get that information with websites and social media? We're everywhere. We're all for social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter. TikTok, we're everywhere. Just look up Toxic Effects. It's super easy to find us. Our website is ToxicEffectsProductions.com. Uh, you can email us at info at ToxicEffectsProductions.com, and we'll get back to you ASAP. And that would be ToxicFX.com as opposed to effects? Yep, ToxicFX, the letter F and the letter X. Excellent. Blake Phillips, a pleasure to have you back on the Big Scary Show. Absolutely. Congratulations. you got a new little one coming in, a little baby boo, so to speak. I do. I'm extremely excited. It's a little girl. Her name is Gemma Rose. And uh, I'm excited to, to have her here. 
Well, congratulations on that, and uh, maybe she will sleep with a pumpkin or two in her crib. I think she will. <laughs> it's got to happen. <laughs> Once again, folks, Drew Badger here telling you to check out ToxicFXProductions.com. That's right. For all things jack-o'-lanterns and pumpkins, and check out BigScaryShow.com. My name is Drew Badger for the aforementioned Big Scary Show in St. Louis, and we're out. Good evening. My name is Deadfield, the zombie butler. Visit me and all my friends here at vfxcreates.com and check out the new Putrid Pete, the zombie puppet. We have several new products that you might want to see. (laughs) See you soon at vfxcreates.com Music by Midnight Syndicate And ladies and gentlemen, let's see if you're listening closely to the show because it is time for the gruesome giveaway for the month of February sponsored by our very good friends at ScreamlineStudios.com. If you didn't get what you wanted over the holidays, go to ScreamlineStudios.com and go shopping and go nuts. And thank them very much for providing us some great prizes, one of which we're about to give away right now. You know how this works, or if you don't, if you're a new listener, I'm going to ask a question. The answer is in the show. If you think you know that answer, please email us, bsscontest at gmail.com, before midnight on Monday, February 20th, and we will select a random entrant, and you could be a winner. Now, without further ado, the question for the February gruesome giveaway is Dan Henry of Henry Monster Designs says more than once during his interview that this is the year of the blank. What is this the year of according to Dan Henry? If you think you know the answer to that, again, send us an email, bsscontest at gmail.com with the answer, your name, and your phone number before midnight on February 20th, and we will select a random entrant. Previous winners and family members of the Big Scary Show are not eligible to win, and of course, thank you ScreamlineStudios.com for providing great prizes all year long here on The Big Scary Show. Hello everybody, Drew Badger here on the floor of Transworld here in St. Louis. And as we tend to do most years, we like to get everybody around us to kind of get an idea of who they are and what they're doing and how their show is going. I've got the guys right across from us here, Henry Monster Designs. They've got pumpkin stuff, they've got clowns, yay clowns, lots of really cool creepy, creepy scarecrows, all sorts of stuff. i got Dan Henry here from... Denver, Colorado, out here representing Henry Monster Designs. How are you doing, sir? I am doing quite well, thank you. I have seen a lot of people coming over here and looking at your stuff. You got zombies over here, you got scarecrows, you got clowns. Looks like werewolf zombie clown stuff. I don't know what all this is, but you got a lot of cool stuff out here. Uh, Yeah, yeah, all sorts of kind of more old school stuff, kind of going back in time a little bit, kind of like the 80s special effects kind of idea there, but. uh, yeah, the jack-o'-lanterns and the clowns, year of the jack-o'-lantern, apparently. Yeah, but apparently jack-o'-lanterns are kind of hot right now. You know, there's 
companies that specialize in all this stuff, and it's it's really really cool that uh, you know the old classic stuffs come back. I'll tell you what, I get a definite Warren Comics vibe off a lot of this stuff. You know, if you remember Creepy or Eerie or Vampirella or some of these other really cool Warren Comics stuff from the '70s, you definitely got that vibe, especially with some of the. Almost looks like a Skull Frankenstein kind of thing here with a square head. I don't know if that's what you were going for, but it's it really is kind of creepy. Uh, yeah, thank you. you. Several people have mentioned that, and it's kind of like a, there's like a whimsical vibe to it, but but like an old school horror vibe mixed in with a a touch of modern vibe, just kind of with some of the paint schemes. But yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head. It's uh, going more the traditional route there. And, and one thing I'm noticing is a distinct lack of gore. There's not a lot of blood on this stuff. There might be a little trickle here or there, but it's it's not heavy gore, so I'm assuming, you know, these are not necessarily for high gore areas or stuff, but they do really make a really cool enhancement effect. Uh, no, you are absolutely correct. No, no blood and no gore. Uh, that is on purpose. Um, just a artistic uh, decision, I guess you could say. <laughs> Because uh, my old company that I used to do uh, with uh, my buddy Ray, we uh, did Crooked Creations, and we did so much blood and gore that when he moved away and we and I started this new company, I wanted to do something the polar opposite. So, uh, yeah, trying to make it scary without blood and gore. And are these burlap masks over here, or are these just heads? Uh, those are also heads, and that's another thing we used to do is burlap masks, but, um, yeah, I, w- I strayed from that as well. <laughs> so... Nice. So these are really cool looking stuff. You know, the, the the scarecrow here is probably what eight feet tall, and you had something glowing in it yesterday. I don't see that going on now. They and I know some of these jack o' lanterns here. You just throw an LED light in there for a really creepy effect. They they all just look really really cool. How have how has uh, the show been so far? Uh yeah. Thank you. They they are cool. They're they're just they're a little different. We're mixing like colors, like with the lights. We we have. We're given actually customers options like on the types of LEDs we're using, the colors, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, the show's been really great. Like I said, you're the jack o' lantern apparently, but uh, people are eating in that stuff up. They're liking the choices, they're liking uh, the, the different options that we give them with paint and light colors and and all that. And they're liking the how distinct our jack o' lanterns look because we sculpt with, we exaggerate the heck out of things. We really do. And That's you know, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, people are eating that up. They're they're enjoying it because it's like a, it's like a jack lantern on steroids. Basically, a lot of the stuff. So uh, that that's a that's a really good way to describe it. Jack o' lanterns on steroids. So if you're looking at something like this for a static prop, they he does go into masks. Some giant stuff here. Some not so giant stuff here. How can people get more information? Browse your catalog and maybe place an order from Henry Monster Designs. Uh, they can essentially do all of the above uh, on our website at www.henrymonsterdesigns.com. They'll be able to uh, buy directly from the store, and all the uh, items on the store actually have uh, various options for your paint scheme, uh, custom schemes, um, light schemes, uh, different wigs, different hairstyles, uh, all sorts of options on there. We call it kind of call it like a. Like we, uh, you know, we've seen like the build a bear. It's kind of like a build a monster kind of thing. You can build a lot of different things from scratch there. So, um, yeah, it's all there. A lot of customization there, and that's so important these days too, as it just to buy an off the shelf. So once again, HenryMonsterDesigns.com. Dan Henry, a pleasure to have you here on the Big Scary Show. Wishing nothing but success with this. Again, you got customers standing over there, and you're 
partner over there is talking to him. Hopefully you're going to make yet more sales here at Transworld. My name is Drew Badger, hanging out with all the cool kids and the scary designers. And we're out. Midnight Syndicate. Creatures of Darkness. Exclusively on the Big Scary Show. darkest regions of the earth. This is a Haunt Minute. And now, with this week's commentary, Storm. Alright, so if you notice something with the trans world, if you're looking on social media um, during this year's trans world, you may have seen this giant and full orange like grinning cat skelly thing um you know you you couldn't miss it why because everybody on social media took a picture with it if they went to trans world and rightfully so you get a big 20 foot inflatable orange thing you you, you can't resist it and i mean the thing just looks so inviting and awesome uh apparently it was a mascot for uh don't be a monster so check them out definitely uh, good cause good organization but great idea with the giant inflatable mascot that everybody loved and uh while everybody at trans world was posing in front of the the big inflatable 
um, the rest of the free world had their eyes to the skies because they were looking for, yes, the Chinese spy balloon. Yes, everyone knew about it or was looking at it Friday and Saturday of the weekend. You know, where was it floating over? Where are we going to shoot it down? You know, what is attached to it? That type of thing. Could you imagine if there was a website attached on that balloon? If it is on the side, how many eyes would have been on that? And, uh, you know, you could melt the server uh, on your website if you had had that on the Chinese spy balloon. So, what's this tell us? Um, well, yeah, we're all crazy for balloons. This is the future. Forget billboards. Forget radio advertising. Your haunt needs balloons. Yes, absolutely. Balloons. Inflate something, put it on the lawn of your haunt, off the side of your haunt. I don't know. Inflate an axe, inflate a spider, anything. Just giant and inflatable. Apparently, people go wild for it. And, you know, why not? It's awesome and something to see. And, you know, I'm not saying, you know, hook up a couple skeletons and fly a giant balloon around your town. But, you know, might not be a bad idea. So until next time. Keep every minute scary. And go Eagles! Tune in next episode for another Haunt Minute. Hi, this is Josh Gates from Travel Channel's Expedition Unknown, reminding you to send all hate mail to storm at bigscaryshow.com. Spectral Illusions is a digital production studio creating video effects for your home or pro haunt. They carry over 30 stock videos ready for immediate download, as well as USB drives preloaded with multiple effects. In partnership with AAXA Technologies, they now carry projectors preloaded with multiple effects. And now Big Scary Show listeners can get 15% off downloads, USBs, and screens with code BIGSCARY15. Projectors not included. Visit SpectralIllusions.com and add some life to your haunt. That's SpectralIllusions.com. Hello, everybody. Drew Badger here down in St. Louis, Missouri for Transworld, hanging out with all the cool kids. Lots of cool things going on out here from masks and makeup and costumes. And how about signs? You ever wondered how to improve your signage? At your haunt, maybe you're doing a carnival theme, you need some old-fashioned freak show, sideshow kind of stuff, all that good stuff. Well, you know, there's always Sinister Signs out there. Got Todd Kensler from Sinister Signs. How you doing? Good, good. How are you? Well, we're hanging out and just, you know, checking out everything that's going on this year. But one of the things that really caught my eye was, while I was sitting here at the booth a few minutes ago, this ice cream truck comes driving by. Not a full-size but that is a, uh, a, a deal you're working with yet another Todd. Yes. 
and you're you're kind of working as a collaboration with this other ice cream truck. Other Todd, I forget your last name uh, at the moment. Todd Reed. Todd Reed. Tell yeah. us a little bit about this collaboration between the two Todds here. Well, actually, Todd Kinsler is in the process of building a full-size ice cream truck. Uh-oh. Kind of gave us the idea, uh, and uh, he is uh, the go-to guy to come to for all the uh, decals and design ideas for the outside ice cream truck. And then I basically fabricated driving around. So the, the one that you're driving around here is yes. probably about three feet tall, maybe about three feet long. It's got a clown inside it. you got just some really sick-looking stuff. Bluetooth activated, playing music through all Bluetooth. that. It's, it's really a cool thing. Yeah, it also has a Bluetooth headset that you can talk uh, crap to everybody while you're driving around. <laughs> Uh, has LED lights. There's a Bluetooth hookup to the car stereo where you can pump in your own calliope music, ice cream nice. truck music, whatever you want. Yeah, the, you know, ice cream truck music is such a neglected genre of music these days. Yeah. We need to bring that back. It's a, it's a great thing. I can totally see this hanging around the Midway oh, yeah. or in a parade or anything. You could slap your Haunts logo on the side of it and just That's have it. a great time. Yeah. So. Now, uh, now, getting back to regular Sinister Signs, you know, you specialize a lot in these old vintage carnival-type stuff, but you've got new stuff coming down the pike, too, right? Oh, yeah, I got a lot of stuff coming down. We got merchandise signs, because everybody sells merch. Uh, we got some nice light-up concession signs, uh, and then just some other theme signs for your haunt. And uh, we do custom, custom stuff, so if you got some crazy idea, you know, we're going to be able to build it. So if I was running a haunt, maybe I was going to open a clown midway or a new thing like that, or if I needed some custom work, I want my logos displayed on these giant signs or tiny signs, light-up signs, non-light-up signs, where's the best place to get that information with websites, social medias, or even if I wanted a crazy ice cream truck? Yeah, you could go to uh, SinisterSigns.com, and you can check Sinister on Instagram and Facebook. And then you got Steam Powered SFX. Yep. And that's uh, Steam Powered SFX Productions uh, on Facebook and Instagram or Todd Reed on Facebook. So check those out, folks. If you're looking for some really cool old vintage signs, brand new modern looking signs, you know, show people where your midway is, show people where your restrooms are, show people where your merchandise tables are. Sinister Signs is a great place for and it. And banners. And banners. Yeah. Don't forget those, folks. And he's doing a new tattoo. He's doing a whole oh, tattoo yeah. design. Yeah. yeah. Are you really? Yeah. What, tell, tell me more about this. Oh, we just do some stuff. We do some tattoo conventions, so we're just doing some merchandise that fits in with that. Are you going to be at the, uh, the, the one in Nashville in a few weeks? No, but we are going to be at Hell City Hell in City March. City. And that is where? That's in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, excellent. So if you're in Columbus, Ohio in March, go to Hell City Tattoo Convention, yeah. Tattoo Fest. And check out Sinister Signs and all that for all your banners, signs, everything you need. Todd and Todd, Todd. it's a pleasure having the two of you here on The Big Scary Show. Thank you, Drew. Have a good one. And once again, folks, my name is Drew Badger at The Big Scary Show here in Transworld in St. Louis. And we're out. Jerry Vane, Voodoo Doll from Bodies in the Bayou, a big scary show exclusive.
Hello, everybody. Drew Badger here live on the show floor at Transworld in St. Louis. And every year, for many, many years, we had this guy come up and talk to us. He hasn't been here in Transworld for a couple of years. He's back. He's always fun to have on the show. He's a member of the original Scab 5. So if you are a haunted house actor, you probably should be giving homage to this man along with the rest of them because he basically defined how to be a haunted house actor as far back as, oh gosh, I don't know how many years, but Mr. Rex B. Hamilton. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Badger. It's great to see you. Happy trans world to you. Same. Thank you, man. I mean, it's a month earlier this year, but there's plenty of crowds here. The cold weather looks like it followed you down from Cleveland, though. It did. It did. But hey, It'll get warmer, don't worry. Uh, eventually, and then it'll get cooler again, and it'll be time for Halloween, which we all look forward to. But it's really nice to come back here and see people you haven't seen in you know basically 11 months as opposed to a year. And and it's always cool to see you, sir. I know it's been a couple of years since you've been here, but we got to hang out a little bit last night, and we're out here on the show floor. You're sometimes in costume. You're not in costume now. I guess we're waiting until Saturday, but... What's going on with Rex B. Hamilton? Where, where You always go to so many cool haunted houses during the season. Where were you working this past year? So this past season, I let it all hang out. I worked at 11 different haunted attractions. Wow. I worked at five in the state of Ohio, where I'm from. Then I worked at one in Nashville, Tennessee. And then my travels took me, for the first time ever, to the state of Alabama. I worked at five different haunted attractions in Alabama. And boy, am I glad I went there. I had a good time. I bet you the weather was a little nicer than it would be in a place like Ohio, but uh, I'll bet you uh, those people were really, like, not sure what to think of you because you got, you know, so many different characters and so many different cool things going on. I'm sure there were people that were just frightened beyond belief. They seemed to be very happy to have me, and I enjoyed being there because of the weather. I wore shorts the entire time. Whereas back in Cleveland at the time, in late October of last year, it snowed a couple of times. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. So I missed the bad weather for a number of weeks. I had a, my own version of an Indian summer, called a ghoulish summer. There you go. Now, what character, did you debut a new character last year, or did you bring back a lot of the, uh, the favorites that you've done? I took along characters that are easy to do, because when you go to a haunted house that you've never been to before, you just don't know what the makeup room is going to be like. Is there going to be a spot for you to do your own makeup? Are there going to be makeup artists there who are familiar with how to put on prosthetics and the, and the uh, adhesive that you need, prosade and telesis, and how to remove it? So a great deal of that is dependent upon the haunt that you go to. Okay, that makes sense to me, you know, especially if you have a character that ex- requires extensive makeup. And you might not have the time to do it yourself, and maybe that makeup artist just doesn't have the experience. And that's very much the case. So what I often do, and I did do that again this past year, is I go to the haunt owner, I go to the makeup supervisor and say, hey, do you need a particular character this evening? And if so, do you have the costume, and can you do the makeup on me? And I will do that particular character for you. That, that's what I've done both times that I've gone to Nashville Nightmare. They've, they've asked me nicely, hey, we're, we're kind of short on people this evening. Can you do this particular character? And I said, sure. It's a challenge for me, so I enjoy it. 
do uh, do you ever do makeup on anybody else while you're down there if you had time? I do not because I don't have that kind of talent. I only have enough talent to do some simple jobs on myself. Uh, the rest of it I leave up to people that are more skilled than I am. So let's look forward a few months to the month of October. I know that you always seem to pick a state or a region and try to go out and hit a bunch of haunts down there. And I don't know whether you're throwing a dart at a map or spinning a wheel or doing whatever. But uh, where are you looking at working this season? Well, this season I'm going to go back to Nebraska, uh, work at Mystery Manor. I'm going to see if I can work at, uh, at Eagle Hollow as well, which is uh, also in Nebraska. And then, for the first time, I'm going to go to the state of Kansas. I've never set foot in Kansas before. And so this is the way that I operate. Typically, in a haunt season, I'm doing 8, 10, 11, maybe even 12 different haunted attractions. And for the most part, it's going to be 50, 60% haunts that I've worked at before. And then the rest of it, maybe about 40% or so, will be brand new haunts. So that's usually the mix for me during the month of October. So, you know, are you, do you have haunts in mind in Kansas at this point, or are you openly looking for people to uh, possibly bring you in? I'm looking at all of that. I've been looking online here the last few weeks. I've sent out emails and text messages to say to people, hey, if you're coming to Transworld, here's my telephone number. Please get a hold of me. Let's meet either on the show floor or maybe some watering hole nearby get to know one another. I can show you what my, my available times are uh, upcoming here in October of 2023, and maybe we could start penciling a schedule together. So that's always the goal here at Transworld, is to start building a schedule for this season. So if you are, and maybe not at Transworld, but listening to this, and you do own a haunted attraction, either in Nebraska or Kansas, and you may be interested in having a stellar Q-Line or regular haunt actor at your show, how can people get a hold of you? How can people contact Scab 5 original member Rex B. Hamilton to have them come to their show? I always encourage people to call me or to text me on my cell phone. My phone number is area code 216-973-0050. Excellent. That's easy enough. Do you have an email or a website or something like that where people can get information? I do have an email address. It is evillordzargon at msn.com. I do not have a website. I am an old-fashioned type of guy. I like to talk to people. So please just pick up the phone and call me. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. I'm always thrilled to talk about haunted attractions. So Please call me. Well, Rex, it's always a pleasure to have you back here on the Big Scary Show. Uh, I look forward to hearing more about your adventures in Nebraska and Kansas this year. And uh, maybe we'll catch you at one of those attractions. And if you're appearing at one, please let us know and we'll let people know that. Well, thank you very much and thank you for the publicity. And everybody out there, I hope you have a terrific 2023. Once again, folks, my name is Drew Badger here with the legendary actor Rex B. Hamilton. We're here at Transworld for the Big Scary Show, having a grand old time, and we are out. 
Want to take your haunt to a new dimension of terror? Then let Dark Imaginings conjure up some ghoulish graphics and web design services for your home, haunt, or crypt. Mm. To see more of our products and services, drop by darkimaginings.com. Let us help you get ahead of your competition. <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Drew Badger and this is Deadline News for episode 282. And we're going to start things off with this news from Fear Expo coming to Owensboro, Kentucky. Announcing the 2023 HauntCon Ultimate Spring Tour. This year's tour will take place in the great state of Kentucky and will include six amazing attractions in the Louisville area. Waverly Hills Sanatorium, The Devil's Attic, The American Horrorplex, Malice Manor, the Haunted Hotel, and Black Orchard. The date of the tour is Thursday, March 23rd, just before Fear Expo. Only $199 per ticket includes the six haunt tickets, transportation, snacks, lunch, and dinner, plus transportation back to Fear Expo in Owensboro. To get tickets or to get more information about Fear Expo, visit fearexpolive.com or Ultimate Haunt. Tour.com. We have this news from Fear on the Farm, West Virginia, in Winfield, West Virginia. Fear on the Farm is so proud to announce our brand new haunted house theme for 2023. Out of the darkness comes Bloody Mary's Haunted House of Horrors. Fear on the Farm, West Virginia is an officially trademarked Bloody Mary haunted house. We're very proud to continue working with Bloody Mary herself, Bobby Weiner. Also, it's now official, Fear on the Farm West Virginia is now in Bloody Mary's new line of comic books. Getting the advertising push for the Bloody Mary's Haunted House of Horrors opening in September. Keep up with updates at fearonthefarmwv.com. And congratulations. We have this news from the Creature Feature Weekend coming to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Joining us at Creature Feature Weekend, Saturday and Sunday only, March 18th and 19th, is Danny Lloyd. Danny Lloyd will forever be remembered for his portrayal of Danny Torrance in Stanley Kubrick's classic, The Shining. The Shining is well known as one of the best horror movies ever made, with an entire documentary made about all the hidden messages and, of course, the legacy of this horror classic. Danny Lloyd is not only appearing and signing autographs, but will also be doing live commentary during a showing of The Shining on Saturday night. Please welcome Danny Lloyd, who will be joining us Saturday and Sunday only at Creature Feature Weekend this March 18th and 19th. Get more information at CreatureFeatureWeekend.com. We have this update from the Mad Monster Party coming to Concord, North Carolina. The governor is coming to Mad Monster Party, David Morrissey, from The Walking Dead, Doctor Who, Britannia, and many things else, joins the madness in North Carolina February 17th through the 19th. Don't miss your chance to meet him. Photo ops are on sale now. For tickets, hotel, and more information, visit madmonster.com slash madmonsterpartycarolina2023. 
We have some news from Horrorween Con Florida, Haunter's Day Out, coming to Tampa, Florida. Join Horrorween Con on April 14th at Laser Ops Extreme Gaming Arcade in Tampa for Florida Haunter's Day Out. Each admission includes admission for the day to all our classes and make-and-takes, supply fees may apply for some make-and-takes, a one-hour laser tag session, a session of archery tag, a hundred-credit arcade card, a horror buffet lunch, an access up Holligate VR, one drink ticket, well liquor, domestic bottles or draft, or house wine, assuming you're over 21, the brand new HyperDeck 4D VR can be added for only $10. Vendor spaces are available. Get more information at facebook.com slash horrorween. Hmm. We have this update from the Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Festival coming to Nashville, Tennessee. The guest announcements for the 20th anniversary show are coming in fast for the Nashville Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Festival, April 7th through the 9th. It is with great pleasure to announce this awesome lady to the show. Please welcome... D. Wallace. Meet D and get more information at fullmooninc, fullmooninc.net. We have an update from Horror Hound Weekend coming to Cincinnati. We are excited to reveal that Bonnie Aarons is set to attend Horror Hound Weekend Cincinnati March 24th through the 26th. Bonnie is best known for her roles in The Nun, The Conjuring 2, Drag Me to Hell, Hell Ride, and many more. Secure your tickets today at HorrorHoundWeekend.com. And finally, we have some toy news from NECA. Played by Elsa Lancaster in one of the best horror movies ever made, The Bride of Frankenstein is joining NECA's line of Universal Monster toys. Universal Monster's 7-inch scale action figure, Ultimate Bride of Frankenstein, in color, will begin shipping in June, and it allows you to display the bride in two different ways. NECA details, Elsa Lancaster's portrayal of the creature stitched together to be the monster's mate is captured in this detailed 7-inch scale ultimate action figure. It comes with bandages, a removable gown, two pairs of hands, and three interchangeable head sculpts a display-friendly window box packaging with opening front flap as well. A black-and-white version of The Bride of Frankenstein will also be released. Pictures and more info can be found at their website, NECAonline.com. That's N-E-C-A-Online.com. Remember, folks, if you have news in the haunted house, Halloween, or horror industries, and you want it on the show... Email it to us, news at bigscaryshow.com, and we'll get it on the show. No news is too big or too small. This concludes this edition of the Big Scary Show's Deadline News. <laughs> Hello everybody, Drew Badger here. We're live at Trans World Trade Shows here in St. Louis, Missouri. We are hanging out with all the cool kids and, of course, they don't get much cooler than this guy, Michael Edwards from Terror on the Corn in the aforementioned Erie, Colorado. you got to love to have a haunt with a town with that kind of a name. Michael, man, it's been a while since we've had you on the show. How's things? Uh, things are, are actually fantastic. Uh, uh, Terror in the Corn is uh, doing amazing uh, for, for 
folks that know who Bart Butler is, Bart Butler's up there working uh, with me. He's like your non-conjoined, conjoined twin. Yeah, yeah, because we've been working together for, got over 20 years, and uh, he came up in 2020, and we've been working working on the haunt together and doing some really great things. Uh, it's been growing by leaps and bounds, uh, going into our 21st season. Congrats. And uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. You, I compare you guys to those two guys on Scrubs. It's just like <laughs> the love story that, that, that never ends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we give each other hell all the time. It's amazing. But between the two of you guys, you have helped elevate Terror on the Corn, which was already a very quality haunt, into something that's just even more spectacular. And, you know... You just told me something that blew my mind. You know, a lot of people are saying that the 2021 season was their best ever because it was coming out of the COVID thing. A lot of people were shut down. And then a lot of people are saying that 2022 was still good, not as good as 2021, but better than 19. It's all kind of complicated, but but you kind of went in the opposite direction. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it was it was strange for us because our 2020 was actually a, a great season. We we did what we normally do, like we, we got our normal numbers and it was awesome, which we didn't expect. Uh, coming back into 2021, uh, we ended up increasing by 150 percent, which just blew our minds. We were like, which oh my wasn't God. still that unusual for a lot of haunts around the country. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I've not seen it a lot from one year to the next, but maybe I not mean, that but, much, but but, way but it up. does happen, yeah. And so we thought, okay, it was kind of a fluke. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens when we go into 2022, um, and we go into 2022, and we shot past that number, and it was like, I, I, I don't know what we're doing, but let's figure it out so we can keep doing it. Uh, keep, keep it on going, man. You know, where are you going to go this year? Who knows? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're 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 trying to be you know prepared for it, and you know we we prepared in 2022, uh, hoping that maybe we'd hit those numbers again. Uh, and when we did, it, it ended up being the smoothest year we've had uh, since I've been there. I mean, I've been there since 2018, and everything just ran amazingly smooth. Uh, you know, we closed on time every night. We we were, you know, hitting, uh, you know, upwards of 5,000 people a night, and uh, and it's it's a it's a lot to keep up with, but we had relatively few problems, and uh, so we're now looking at 2023, and we're still seeing places where we can improve. And so we're just going to keep going in that direction. And, you know, I, we don't know if we'll see those numbers again. We hope so. Um, but uh, but we're, we're, we're preparing for it. What have you got in store for people in 2023 for the folks who are coming in to see terror in the corn? Well, one of the, one of the things that's, uh, that's kind of pigeonholed us for a while and we're making some changes with it is that since it's an old western town, you know, everything's like 1890 to 1910. You have a lot of... You know, very Western type things, very few monsters and stuff. So last year, uh, Bart introduced a new character, uh, Demetra, who's a witch, and she's there to challenge uh, the Wells, who are actually the ones that run the town, uh, for power. So because of the fact she's a witch and she has these powers, we are completely revamping the corn. Uh, We're building all these new buildings that are going to go out there that are more permanent, uh, and it's going to be more than just a bunch of little shacks out there, and all kinds of creatures, wendigos, just very very fantastical monsters and so it's going to be a nice mix of the ghost town with the more human type and then the corn which will have the more monstrous and uh uh yeah we're, we're getting ready to start our build and we're really excited wendigos seem to be kind of hot these days the last couple of years a lot of people have been throwing that out we're adding a wendigo this year so yeah well what what makes it so intriguing uh, well honestly we we weren't even doing it necessarily because anybody else was. We were just, you know, corn, Old West, witch, 
And so Wendigo just seemed like a perfect fit. And, and as we've been talking to people, we've actually been hearing that. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, so-and-so started doing a Wendigo and a character. And they're like, oh, oh, we didn't know that. Okay. Well, that's right. We're still going to do it because it's like it's just going to fit our theme really well with what we're doing. Um, but, yeah, we've, we've uh, stretched out the haunt now for people that haven't been out there that it's like over a mile long now. So, you know, it takes you a good 40 to 45 minutes to get through it. And we make sure you are not bored any step of the way. Uh, but a lot, of, a lot of really great things have happened out there. Uh, for people that are familiar with the place, we, we no longer have zombie paintball anymore. We would run that for about seven years, but last year we did not have it. Uh, so it allowed us a time to, to put more effort and focus on the haunt. And uh, again, it just grew exponentially, you know, up over 150 actors. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's become a great show, you know, I, I, if I can brag. And, and Please I, I, do. Okay, if, if I can brag, you know, um, ScareFactor.com, who those guys are really cool, in 2021, they actually rated us, like, the number one on, in the country. Oh, Which, you know, it's like, you know, and you, you get those ratings and stuff, but ScareFactor, those guys are pretty cool. They're, they're you know, you're not buying your way into those reviews. I and, hear nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but then, you know, and then last year we came back, we, we, we didn't hit number one again, but we still hit number three. And we were still number one in Colorado. So... That, I think that's hopefully says something about our show. Um, our reviews have been stellar, and uh, I, I couldn't be prouder of, of the reviews we've been getting. So I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad to have Bart there. I'm glad we're having great years. I want everybody to come and see Terror in the Corn uh, because I think it's a show that is unlike what anybody expects. So for people who might want to come and check out Terror on the Corn, now that you have a personal invitation from the <laughs> operations director... How do you get that information? How do you uh, go ahead and find out via websites and social medias everything there is to know about Terror in the Corn? Uh, well, best thing to do is just obviously website. You can go to terrorinthecorn.com. Uh, and from there, you can go to our Facebook page. You can go to our, uh, our TikTok page. Uh, we have a YouTube page. We don't have a whole lot on it yet, but we're working on a ton of TikTok videos. We're too old for TikTok. It's, yeah, you know, I, yeah, let some it's, 19-year-old do the Yeah, it, Bart does that stuff. I don't even have TikTok. He has to show me the videos that he makes. <laughs> um, but really, just terrorinthecorn.com, and you can pretty much find out everything you want to know about the show from there. Excellent. Looking forward to hearing good things, Michael. Always a pleasure to see you, my friend, and uh, I wish you nothing but success with terrorinthecorn.com. Go check him out in Erie, Colorado. Always a fun place. Probably very beautiful country in October with the leaves and all that kind of stuff. Gorgeous. There you go. So once again, folks, my name is Drew Badger here at Trans World in St. Louis for the Big Scary Show. And we're out. Awesome. Thank you. Verse 13. Lighted on the Big Scary Show.
Everybody, Drew Badger here live on the show floor in St. Louis, Missouri. It is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I think it's still morning. It's hard to tell with a lot of people just kind of wandering around with kind of glazed looks on their eyes and all sorts of things. It's been a fun four days. And one of our sweet mates, so to speak, down this, uh, down this aisle here, of course, is our good friends at Haunters Against Hate. They just had a big, fantastic raffle. And lots and lots of people were here taking up all the aisle space. Man, you know it's going to be a successful one when that happens. Paul Lanner with Haunters Against Hate. Always good to see you, my friend. And it's always fun to watch everybody come and talk to you, give you stories, and, of course, donating money to a very good cause for your raffle. Yeah, it's been an amazing show. And the people have been truly wonderful and supportive. It's it Once again, it just overwhelms me, the kindness of the people and what they, how... Hunters Against Hate has affected them and how empowered a lot of people feel by it. So that's what it's about. And I'm assuming you have been having people just come up to you for the first time ever saying, oh, my God, I have a story to tell. Oh, yeah. I uh, Every year at Transworld, there are one or two stories that touch me. And this has been another year where there have been quite a few stories where people have come up to me and said, if it wasn't for Hunters Against Hate, or how Haunters Against Hate has really made them feel and made them feel more welcome in the haunt community. Mm. That's what it's about. And, of course, you know, we'd be remiss without saying all the, all the great stuff JT has been assisting you there and other people look like... It looks like you've had other volunteers. I don't know because I've seen them hanging around your boots so long. They, they certainly get a, a plug for all their hard work. Yeah, they, the people who pop in just help when they can, but JT, I couldn't have done it without him this year it would have been impossible if i was there by myself was this the uh, biggest auction ever to date yes it has been the biggest raffle so far um and i mean went through a complete full roll of tickets and the second (laughs) roll of tickets is three quarters gone it was incredible it it, it was so amazing watching you literally just go throwing out all these rolls of you know people must have been buying like 40 50 dollars worth i have no idea but there was a lot of tickets, and of course, he got to split them in half and hand them that stuff. Oh my gosh, the time doing that! Yeah, it was like working a carnival booth <laughs> at that point, with like you know, where they have all the uh, stuffed animals that you buy raffle tickets for. That's what it was like. You were almost like the ticket machine at like Dave and Buster's or Chuck E. Cheese's when they hit the jackpot, all the tickets are spewing out. Exactly, like just called me Paul <laughs> Ski Ball or oh, something. God. Okay, as of now, that is officially you said it, not me. So here Paul Skiball and I are talking about, you know, the Book of Haunters is also getting ready to come out. You know, you had a little printing issue. It was not available at the show, but it will be out and sent out to people very soon, correct? Yes, correct. Um, the printer got delayed and everything, so they should be in stock within a week or two. And I've already started taking submissions for Volume 10 as well. And that is a very special Book of Haunters, if you like animals. It is true. It's it, The theme will be haunters and their pets. So you can send a high-res photo of yourself in a costume with your pets or a high-res photo of your pet in costume. Yeah, maybe there, maybe there's a pet that works at some of the haunted attractions. Who knows? Exactly. Do snakes count as pets? Because I do see a lot of people who use those in haunts. Absolutely, snakes <laughs> count as pets. If, that, if that's your baby, by all means, 
And, and how would they be able to send those photos to you? High-res photos to paul at hauntersagainsthate.com. Do they need like a summary of what the pet, who the pet is and what it does? If they are selected, they will get the questions that will apply to that book. And one of the questions is explaining about their pet and everything. Well, Paul, again, congratulations on a very successful raffle here and yet what looks to be another successful trans world. And where are you appearing down the road? I know you make appearances at several shows during the course of the year. Next up will be actually Carolina Fear Fest in May. That is in Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Then there will be Midwest Haunters Convention. And following that will be Texas Haunters Convention. Excellent. So, you know, just keep doing the great work that you guys do for the LGBTQ plus lots of other letters. I don't I don't understand it all, but I know that you do great work. And the testimonials that I see from the people that come up to you, man, are just, you know, heart-wrenching to some of this. Yes. But you are absolutely doing great work out here and making a big difference. So once again, folks, to get that information about Honors Against Hate, maybe you'd like to make a donation. Maybe you'd like to donate for another raffle that they may be having at another show or for next year. What is that website again? HauntersAgainstHate.com. And it is a 501c3, so it is legit, folks. So HauntersAgainstHate.com and The Big Scary Show, Breaking News, has just become a member of Haunters Against Hate because it is something that we support out there. So once again, Paul Lanner, again, always a pleasure to see you, and I'm sure many, many people are going to come up to you at Carolina Fear Fest, Midwest Haunters, Texas Haunters, all the other places where you're doing fantastic work. Thank you so much, Drew. It's always a pleasure. Once again, folks, Drew Badger here live at Transworld in St. Louis, Missouri. And we're out. Greetings, listeners, listeners, and welcome. welcome. Watch out. Don't trip over that torso. torso. It's time time for Between between the the corpses. Corpses. Greeting listeners, Meat Hook Jim here, and we are going to continue our journey down the road of torture and execution with the stifling of science. By 1542, the Catholic Church employed desperate measures to curb Protestantism. Under Pope Paul III's direction, the Index of Forbidden Books was compiled. Any Catholic caught with a tome from this list would face the Inquisitors. His successor, Pope Paul IV, employed fig leaves to lend modesty to classic Roman sculptures. Then, Pope Pius V attempted to make adultery punishable by death. Clearly, the popes of the era were not, would not favor radical reforms. They clung to wisdom interpreted from the Bible and made it fit everyday situations. According to Genesis, the earth was central in the universe and the sun moved around it. When Galileo Galilei used his new telescope to observe planetary movements, they indicated the earth moved around the sun. He flew in the face of biblical teachings. Galileo was not the first to come to the inescapable conclusion. Polish astronomer Nicholas Copernicus 1473-1543, discovered the true movement of planets in our solar system, but kept his findings quiet. 
The great man's revelation wasn't published until he lay on his deathbed, and his theories were went unproven for generations. Like Copernicus, Galileo was aware that knowledge he had ascertained could spell his doom. Yet could he condemn the world to ignorance for the sake of the Pope's vanity? It became an itch that Galileo had to scratch, and he wrote the famous letter to Castelli, his pupil, setting out his beliefs. By the end of 1614, zealous monks who dispatched the letter to the Inquisition were denouncing Galileo from the pulpit. In response, Galileo expanded his theories in another letter. Meanwhile, the church became farther, further entrenched. Copernicus's theory was branded foolish and absurd, philosophically and formally heretical inasmuch as expressly contradicts the doctrine of the Holy Scripture in many passages, and his book was added to the index. Galileo had high-ranking allies in the church who were reluctant to pursue him as a heretic. Although he was furious, Galileo ultimately became reconciled to a dubious compromise. He was permitted to use elements of Copernicus's work for calculation, but was banned from saying that the theory was true. For a while, he devoted himself to the safe quest for a longitude that had not been covered in the Bible. But when Galileo's book, Dialogue on the Two Chief World Systems, compared the established view against the Copernican system in 1632, he was again called to account by the Inquisition. By now, leading churchmen suspected they could not gag him with veiled threats. It is believed evidence against him was fabricated to ensure a conviction. At the age of 68, Galileo was hauled before the Inquisitor's court, where the threat of torture loomed large. In 1633, he was sentenced to life imprisonment, which was amended to house arrest. In a triumph of fear over fact, he was prohibited from discussing his planetary observations. Galileo's whispered response betrayed his position. Eporosi monive. Yet still the earth moves. The shame of the church's treatment of, his, of this eminent scientist and its refusal to acknowledge scientific facts hung over the Vatican until 1979 when Pope John Paul II instigated an investigation. After evidence offered in the original trial was examined, Galileo was officially declared of heresy in 1992. The Pope called Galileo a sincere believer who showed himself to be more perceptive in this regard than the, theolo than, than the theologians who opposed him. Wow, okay. Heavy on the heavy on the, the Galileo aspect here, but uh, I don't know, what'd you think? Catch you on the next episode. Ohio Haunted House Owners. 
actors, and enthusiasts. Join the new Ohio Haunters Association. We are working with haunters across the state, from home to pro, to strengthen the Ohio haunt community. Open to all owners, actors, makeup artists, prop builders, designers, and Halloween paranormal enthusiasts. The Ohio Haunters Association, where haunting is the heart of it all. Look for us on Facebook. Hello everybody, Drew Badger. We're live on the floor of Transworld. We're hanging out with all the cool kids, the great vendors, and lots of fun stuff. I remember seeing these guys, I believe, at Midwest Haunters Convention several years ago. They were vending with some really, really lifelike, almost ultra-realistic props. And their business has just grown and grown and grown. And now they're here at Transworld for, again, another year. It is Strega Moon Productions. I've got Joe Buscarino here. How are you doing, man? Awesome. Things have been great. How has the uh, show been treating you? I mean, I walked past here yesterday. I couldn't get in here because you were just writing orders and your brother was writing orders back and forth and back and forth. Yes, the show's been excellent. We've sold uh, most of everything we brought. We don't have too much to bring uh, back. What a horrible And now uh, we've taken a tremendous amount of orders. It's been great. What is some of the new stuff that you've got that's either out now that you debuted at the show or is coming out later this year? Well, as you're aware, we sell movie-quality silicone props, and we have uh, a full autopsy body that uh, seems to continue to be a hit. We have a three-in-one prop you're able to use uh, in three different ways. This year we added the head and limbs to that so you can complete it as a full prop, and we have animations uh, on the way that will be full silicone. When you say full silicone animations, elaborate on that. Uh, they're going to move more realistic. They're going to move quieter than the standard animations that you see. You want to get a creak, creak, creak? Yeah, we're going to do it our best to tweak it before <laughs> we uh, showcase it. That, that sounds cool. And, and you got this line of weapons here, and you've got, you're even selling T-shirts now and, and some other accessories here. What are, what are people really going for today and this weekend? I tell you, we've uh, been doing this since 92, over 30 years, and... Um, uh, every year we try to prepare for what we think they're going to want, and it's like Murphy's Law. They always want the, the, the things we thing. didn't prepare for. <laughs> so this year it seemed to be the uh, arms and legs. Uh, it's the first time they've been showcased at this event, and um, they really took off. And we were glad that we brought extras. And these are just basic static props. You throw these in a pile of body parts somewhere in your haunt, or you have them dangling from an actor so his arm falls off or things like that. Yes, but they look and feel incredibly real. So uh, it's something you want to put a light on. You don't want them to just... Yeah, this is not something you use in a drop panel. Right. Very, <laughs> very true. How have the weapon sales been going here? You know, I, I, I like the, the hatchets, the machetes, the axes, and all that. I tell you, the weapons kind of were a necessary evil. We needed something to uh, for them to use to, to present next to our severed limbs. Yeah, that so makes we, sense. We started carrying the weapons. Uh, we carry them at 50% off. Uh, it's kind of like a byproduct of what we sell, so it's not really where we, we concentrate to try to make a lot of money on. So our weapons start at $21 and up for stuff that you're going to see for double, triple the price. That is not bad. On the floor just to help accent our props. That's a great price for an axe or a hatchet or a machete or something like that. Very cool. And um, the brains over here, is, is this a mask or is this just a face? I'm not even sure quite what that is. That's just a skin face. We have several to choose from. There's only one left hanging on the wall, but there are many to choose from. Um, we have a $25 and under section, 
So that teeth trays, brains, we have a whole selection of uh, silicone and uh, uh, latex wounds that are all affordable to Uh, start practicing. Teeth are so damn creepy. My daughter's in dental school, so, you know, seeing all the teeth and stuff, uh, no. So for people wanting more information, I know you're you're almost sold out here today on Sunday, which is fantastic. Maybe they want to uh, check out your catalog of products and go ahead and get those orders in. I'm assuming that all the orders you're taking, you'll be able to deliver by the end of the year, by Halloween. Absolutely. We've never missed a deadline yet, um, even with the supply chain issue. Had things clogged up a little bit last year, but everything went out in time for everyone's show, we're happy to say. You could visit our website at uh, www.1877vampire.com, and we also have a downloadable catalog on the site as well. So, so I'm curious why it's not Strega Moon. It's 1877-1877-Vampire. How, how did you get that? It's, uh, you can visit us at stregamoonproductions.com, okay. but it's a mouthful, and some people don't know how to even spell Strega. Yo, it, it's one of those Italian words that means witch. I don't know if anybody knows that. Uh, our 800 number for the last 30 years has been 1877-Vampire. Ah, so awesome. it just turned out that it was easier to, for it to be our toll-free number, our website, and a bunch of different ways to be able to get in touch with us. That, that's a genius marketing trick. I had never, ever considered it. I look at it, and I'm like, 1877-Vampire. It must be some relationship to some vampire story or some kind of thing like that. But, but it's a phone number. That's brilliant. So. Yeah, we've uh, when we do shows or we're going to headline, we advertise the 800 number. And like I said, it was just quick and easy to put 1877vampire.com opposed to spelling out that same name, but you can reach us either way. There you go, Joe Buscarino. Pleasure to see you again, sir, on the floor. Congratulations on a very successful transport, it looks like. Thank you so much. Pleasure to see you as well. You always do a great show. Oh, We're we big appreciate fans of that. yours. And uh, once again, folks, here we are at Transworld in St. Louis. My name is Drew Badger, hanging out with the cool kids at Stregamoon Productions. And we're out. Meet Catherine West, a beautiful, wealthy, jet-set widow with a driving urge to explode, an urge that is soon answered by young Peter Donovan. Catherine accepts his brutal love as passion. She even welcomes his friend Eva into a weird love triangle. And then, in a drugged fantasy, she begins to realize that their love is only a tool to strip away her morals, her millions, and her very life. This is Paranoia, the most diabolical extortion scheme ever devised, starring Carol Baker in the boldest performance of her career. Paranoia, rated X, because there was no other way to film this exercise in naked terror. Are you looking for a comprehensive ticketing solution for your haunted attraction? HauntPay has the answer. We skip the features you don't need and focus on the ones you like, such as timed ticketing and repeat time slots. Variable ticket types. Bundle and combo tickets, social media discounts. And now featuring all-in-one options including managing your tickets online and at the door, as well as upselling and managing your merchandise and concessions with a comprehensive report on everything at the end of the night. Head on over to hauntpay.com and get started in 60 seconds for free.
<laughs> the Haunted Attraction Association rolled out the black carpet for the Oscars 2023 this past weekend. This is a great evening that recognizes attraction owners, vendors, and individuals who have excelled in the haunt industry. These individuals and businesses are nominated by everyone in the industry and then voted on by the board of directors. This year, the Vendor Excellence Award goes to Toxic FX, Sinister Signs, and Win Hinges Creek. The Home Haunt Award went to Dead by Dawn, Dead and Breakfast. The Special Recognition Award went to TikToker, The Warden's Widow. The President and Board of Directors Award went to Todd Fedshine with Reaper's Revenge. And the Lifetime Achievement Award went to John Burton. So this year, the Attraction Excellence Awards go to Exit 13 Haunted Attraction, Abandoned Haunted Complex, and Banshee Manor. If that name sounds familiar, that's my haunted attraction. And I am very, very honored to be included in this fabulous group of people. So until next time, don't forget to stir the cauldron. Hello everybody, Drew Badger here. We're hanging out at Transworld with all the cool kids. And of course, they don't get much cooler than this guy. Mr. Warren Maxwell, been a friend of the show for many years, known him for many years, runs Third Degree of Terror up in Massachusetts, and unfortunately has some sad news for us. Warren, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Enjoying the show as always, man. It, I've seen you working over here at the VXF booth, volunteering, doing all the cool stuff there, and they seem to be doing crazy. You're taking a break, you're hanging out with us here, but what's your sad news? My sad news is this is the final year of doing my third degree of terror garage home haunt. Um, <laughs> I've decided, yeah, I know. It's, I'm going to downshift and do more of a yard display. I will do something for the kids. I love being involved in the neighborhood and providing those Halloween memories for my neighborhood kids. But putting the garage haunt on, putting up all those walls, organizing all my actors and things like that you know, for three nights of acting, is it's... I feel like I'm asking so, too much of my friends at this point, and my body's starting to break down, too. So we're going to downshift a little bit. Um, I am continuing to pro-act at Freight Kingdom in Nashua, New Hampshire. And so I'll be there during the Legendary Haunt Tour coming up this fall. Nice. Because they are going to the Salem, Massachusetts area for several haunts and everything. That's right. There will be three haunts. Uh, it will be Barrett's Haunted Mansion in Abington, Massachusetts. Also, Haunted Overload oh, up in New Hampshire, which is a phenomenal haunt. I love Haunted Overload. I make time to go there every year on my busy October schedule. And then, of course, the, the incomparable Freight Kingdom. Well, you can't argue with that. So, Third Degree of Terror, you've been doing this a long time. You change your themes every couple of years. Last year, you changed it to a prison theme. So, I'm assuming you're going out with a bang with another prison scene. That's right. I do a theme for two years. So, this way, I do heavy construction only every other year and this gives me the second year to tweak things and bring them up another level so i'll bring it up you know pull out all the stops for this year being the final year and the second year of the theme are you going to bring back some people who've been working there for many many years maybe invite some folks who may not live in the area to come back and do one last shot 
Actually, that's a great idea. I you're considered welcome. that. You're <laughs> great idea, Badger. I happen to know a couple of people who live in other faraway states that have acted there. I, I will welcome everyone to come back and act. That's that's the one strength of my haunt is be able to rely on good, solid, experienced actors who have a lot of pro acting experience, and they just they bring my haunt alive. As as everyone knows, haunters are the lifeblood of any haunt. Of course. So it's a little sad news we have to report that Third Degree of Terror is closing down after this season. But good news is you're still going to be doing some acting. And uh, let's not forget that uh, sometimes you do a little Christmas acting as well. That's right. I'm always, uh, I do a Krampus character typically at Fright Kingdom's The Fright Before Christmas event that happens every December. And also, Fright Kingdom's going to be doing a Halfway to Halloween show this year. So coming up, um, I think in late April, I believe, uh, is the date of that show. Please send us information on that. We'll put that on the news, of course, as it gets closer. But for anybody wanting to keep up with updates on Third Degree of Terror, do you have any websites or social medias where people can see photos of days gone by or anything like that? Sure. Actually, my main page is my Facebook page for Third Degree of Terror. You can go there to see photo albums of all the years, um, see all the, the basic setups that I've done, also some walkthrough videos. There's also a Third Degree of Terror YouTube channel where you can see some of the promotional videos that we've shot for the haunt as well. And are you doing any uh, charity event this year, being your final? Yes, actually. So I typically collect money for Magic Wheelchair. Uh, which is a great charity based on the uh, Pacific Northwest area. Um, they basically uh, create these fabulous wheelchair costumes for kids in wheelchairs, uh, transforming the wheelchair into maybe like a Star Wars TIE fighter or X-Wing fighter and things like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's right up my alley in terms of like fabrication and design. So yeah, We've had them on the show several times. They are a fantastic charity, very worthy of your support. So once again, folks, check out Third Degree of Terror on the social medias, the YouTube channels. A little bittersweet here, but hopefully we'll hear some fantastic things going on this year. And, of course, check out Fright Kingdom for the uh, halfway to Halloween and all their other stuff. Thanks, Patrick. Great talking with you as always. Always, Warren. A pleasure, my friend, here once again at Trans World in St. Louis for the Big Scary Show. My name is Drew Badger, and we're out. Enter the haunted world of Fright Find and discover an environment dedicated to promoting your haunt. Target customers who will influence others on attending haunt attractions as Fright Find brings in scream seekers looking for haunted places, events, and accommodations of every sort. Various exposure options give you the ability to reach your audience throughout the year. Don't be afraid. Go to FrightFind.com now to add your haunt for free and see for yourself the difference Fright Find will make in your haunt listing. Here we go. Hello everybody, Drew Badger here. We're down here at St. Louis, Missouri at Transworld and hanging out with lots of folks in and around our immediate area in the row 1400. The folks immediately next to us are Ticket Sign Up. Now you know we have a very, very fine ticketing sponsor for the Round Table of Terror, but these guys offer something a little bit different, maybe a little bit unique. Maybe it's something that... uh you will find appealing. They got some really cool stuff going on. I got Brian here. Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. And then the, you've had a lot of people coming in and asking what ticket sign up is and how can it benefit me or my haunted attraction. What exactly makes ticket sign up different from all those other ticket places? You know, there's several ticketing people here. What brings you? to the table with something unique first thing is totally agree there's lots of ticketing companies here so when we greet someone 
We let them know, yes, we're another ticketing company, and we're sorry. At least you're honest about it. <laughs> yes. So, and then after that, we really want to focus on their problems. So our, our uh, solution is really built to try to help the organizer be as efficient as they can. So some examples is free email. So if you're paying for MailChimp or Constant Contact, uh, we can eliminate that for you. Another one is uh, allowing your customers to self-serve. So if they can't make it on Friday night, uh, instead of emailing you and complaining, you can give them the option up until the day of the event to say, well, if you can't make it that night, transfer to another night, and it'll give them a credit for whatever they paid. So if they paid 30 bucks, they got a $30 credit, they can transfer to another night. And, and that's something you can just do over your phone. You don't have to go to your website and type in a bunch of codes and numbers and things? Exactly. You just click the Manage Tickets button in your confirmation email, and, in, and the consumer can then make their decision on what they want to do. It obviously expires once the date of their, their haunt ticket is, if it's the 30th, they don't show up on the 30th. They can't go in on the 31st and just transfer afterwards. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that, it, it's a neat concept, and it looks like people are are like, hmm, I kind of like this. Absolutely. Some of the other things that we do are maybe not quite as much fun, or uh, is we do sales tax management. Um, so we automatically calculate, collect, and remit sales tax for the haunts that work with us, which is a huge burden off of them. That's. Uh a little less paperwork for me as a haunt owner and you as a consumer makes things a whole lot easier, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's something that no one really wants to do. But, um, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? You, you know if you don't do it, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you can't fight the IRS, can you? No. <laughs> so what is this kiosk over here that uh, that I've seen people kind of like putting like a fake credit card or something? It's kind of neat. Yeah, so... I came up with this idea called the fastest ticket in the West, honoring uh, the arch and the entrance to the West. Uh, and we're encouraging people to try our product. So scan the QR code as if you're a customer coming up to a haunt and I want to buy a ticket. And uh, we're having a competition. We're giving away gift cards for the uh, top three fastest uh, tickets. So we're actually putting a clock on you. How fast can you check out? Right now, the record is 45 seconds. So you could literally go to, go to your site and buy a ticket in under 45 seconds or in around 45 seconds if you're fast. That's the record right now, and I think it's actually going to get faster here in the next couple months. We're adding Apple Pay and Google Pay, so that would be an option when they can hold their thumb over, select their pre-selected payment through Apple Pay or Google Pay, and that should expedite it because those credit cards are there for testing purposes, so it's not a real credit card. So hopefully, once we add that, it'll. I think it'll probably get down to about 35 or 40 seconds. Wow. So you could, you could just, like, on a whim say, hey, let's go out and go to check out the haunted house. Oh, but they do time ticketing, and it's just too inconvenient to do that. But not if you go with you guys. You guys can, like, literally buy a ticket in less than a minute or several. Exactly. So um, what we're trying to do is help, help the customer be able to self-serve. So instead of having to go to your, your staff and say, well, here's my credit card, and I want two tickets, and, oh, yeah, I want to upgrade to the side attraction, they can do that all themselves right there from their phone. And uh, it's, it's a huge benefit with what we've seen from uh, customer feedback is that they've been able to reduce the number of people working their ticket booth and allow the people working at the ticket booth kind of work on more of the problems or the cash customers, which, again, cash customers are very fast, but more and more people want to pay with credit cards. And, you know, that's just going to be the wave of the future. I haven't carried cash in many, many years because, hey, I got an ATM card, I got credit cards, whatever. Cash is just so bulky these days. It's almost like so 20th century. <laughs> yeah, obviously we're a little biased to that, um, but the, the consumer is speaking. They want to pay with car, uh, credit cards. Um, one of the hidden things about credit cards that many of us forget is that a lot of people pick credit cards because they get points or rewards and things like that. So it's, it's important to remember that like, that's part of the reason why they're selecting that, whereas with an ATM 
um, or debit cards, if they have to pull cash out, those typically have fees that they have to pay. Yeah, I can't argue with that. So if I was a haunt owner or if I was more interested in adopting this to my haunted attraction, how simple or complicated is it to get a hold of you guys and sign some, sign it up? It's really easy. Um, so you can go to ticketsignup.io, and right there on our homepage, you can create a ticket event. Uh, we would love to help you, and if you reach out to us, uh, we would help you through that process of building out a haunt. Because some of the haunts are fairly complex, got a lot of moving parts. Um, some of the haunts are simpler, where they just have a general mission and a VIP, um, and those are really quick and easy. can be set up in about 15 minutes. Oh, fantastic. So ticketsignup.io. Yes, sir. That's it. Brian, a pleasure to have you here on the Big Scary Show. Wishing nothing but success with this. Looks like you know, you've got more people walking past here and stopping and asking questions, and looks like you're going to have a pretty successful show here. I agree, and I'm really glad to be next to the Big Scary Show. Oh, come now. You know, we're just we're just us. But once again, folks, ticketsignup.io. Check it out for all your ticketing needs. And uh, it's an interesting concept, you know, self-ticketing and all that cool stuff and being able to change it on a whim. Once again, folks, my name is Drew Badger for the Big Scary Show here at Transworld in St. Louis. We're out. Dr. Frankenfingers, an unholy citadel on the Big Scary Show.
Hello everybody, Drew Badger here live in St. Louis, Missouri at Transworld 2023 in a cold, chilly February day. But the things going on in here are quite hot, including a gentleman here who is just as busy as can be. Love talking to this guy. Been on the show many, many times. Mr. John LaFlamboy from the Zombie Army, Zombie Army Productions out of Chicago. This is the first year they've had Hell's Gate without Statesville Haunted Prison. If you don't know what I mean, I'll let him explain it. John, how are you doing, man? It's been a long time. I'm doing good, Drew. Thanks for having me. Thanks for hanging out in your booth here at Transworld as you hear all the air cannons and fog machines going off in the background. And, and, and thankfully you know, not that little screaming kid that's getting poked by the giant spider monster yeah, that we yeah. had for several years. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like It is nice to do your work without <laughs> hearing the constant crying of children. Uh, animatronic or real. So, yeah. No offense to any daycare workers out there that probably have to deal with that. No, they you understand know, what you're they, they get it. They understand <laughs> what we're saying. They feel it. They feel it. So, a few years ago, we had you on the show, and you, you were already announcing that you were closing down Statesville Haunted Prison in Chicago, which is one of my favorite haunts of all time. It's a shame I only got to go through it once, but you know, it was a great experience. And, and you have this haunt called Hell's Gate, and I'm assuming that over the course of a couple of years you merge things into one giant monster haunt. This is the first year without Statesville. Yep. And I assume that people just went nuts over what you had going on. Yeah, I mean, it was a very exciting time for us. You know, after 24 years of operating Statesville Haunted Prison, uh, we found its 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 natural ending. You know, we ended the show, we ended our production, uh, and although that was you know hard for a lot of people, uh, as the designer and the director and the producer is also very exciting uh, for me as an opportunity to be able to bring uh, you know a bunch of the assets and the really cool props and some of the scenery we built over there and, and bring it over to Hell's Gate and and revamp it, repaint it, uh, incorporate it into a new world. You know, that's always fun as a designer. Uh, but as a director, there was nothing more exciting than being able to bring the entire talent pool of Statesville Haunted Prison. No I dilution mean, anymore. 150 people over there that have just decades of training, uh, working one of the greatest shows in the country, to be able to bring them all over and work with the 150 people that were already working at Hell's Gate uh, in their own right. It was already a top award-winning show, doing very well over the last few years. Uh, but to bring that Statesville team and that Hell's Gate team together and create one beautiful, nasty, mean, sexy show. Uh, so, so are we talking 300 actors at Hell's Gate now? Yeah. Oh, easily on staff. Yeah. I mean, our nightly actor group, we were looking at about 185 actors a night uh, for the show. And, and Hell's Gate has done nothing but expand, expand, expand. So, like, your time in the show as an audience member is 45 minutes or more now. Oh, wow. I mean, it is it is a night. You know, you're, you're not just going to a haunted house, walking through an 11-minute show, and then back in your car. You go to Hell's Gate, it is a night now. This is a destination event. Yeah, and, 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 and we started to really uh, kind of really evolve into that, too, as far as kind of our audience base. You know, they're not just coming from around the country anymore. You know, now we're getting people letting us know when their flights are coming in from out of country. Uh, to come spend time with us. You're going to have to take the zombie army bus and run a shuttle service from the airport, it sounds like. Yeah, I don't think she could take all that work. <laughs> Poor Lulu. It's hard enough getting that bus all the way to St. Louis here. Um, but no, we, it's, we've got deals with hotels now in the area because Hell's Gate has become that destination attraction now uh, where you don't go just see a haunted house. You're going out there for the night. Uh, now we have, you know, we have full bars and food and 
one, I mean, 20 different outdoor wandering actors for your entertainment outside, free photo booths, games, escape rooms, bonfires, giant projector screens. Like, it really is about creating that that Halloween out there in the woods. You know, the idea that all of our customers are looking around, all you see are trees. You're in the middle of the woods out there. And you're like, I'm in the Chicago area. What are these tree things doing here? Right? Where yeah. are the buildings? What's all that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very <laughs> unique setting because we're only, you know, 50 minutes outside the city. You know, we're really close. So it's really easy for people to come down from the city uh, and see the show or come from anywhere at this point. So, but it was, yeah, I mean, I, I, clearly I'm excited. You know, clearly I had a great time. It's Probably the most fun I've had running a haunted house was this year. Nice. Uh, just to be able to play in that world with all that talent. And, and as a story writer, to be able to write the story of how the prisoners escaped from Statesville. And they had to go hide out in the woods uh, so that they wouldn't be caught and brought back to prison. And that they find all these other creatures hiding out in the house. You know, So it really was not just you know bringing the talent together, but to be able to kind of weave those stories together. Uh, because we got a lot of, you know, we got a lot of great icon characters that have a lot of fans, and, and no doubt the audience appreciated all that with the numbers and attendances and everything this year. Oh, it's through the roof. I mean, we are incredibly fortunate. It's the greatest year we've ever had, uh, best season we've ever had, uh, best ratings we've ever had from the critics to the audience. Uh, yeah, I mean, we are just we're we're swimming in gratitude right now. <laughs> we are swimming in gratitude because. This is where we wanted to be, you know, as artists, as creators, as storytellers. And now we've got that one location, and we've got that really great supportive audience base. And we're just, I mean, man, we just feel lucky. We just feel lucky that we get to do this. This is our job. And, boy, did people turn out to see it this year. Hell, yeah. What is the uh, status for 2023 season? Have you? I assume you've already got the plans in motion. Oh, yeah. You've already got the stories, if not completely written, mostly written, yep. and... You know, how much of it's going to change over the course of this year versus last? Yeah, I typically change 20 to 30% of the show. I like to always be evolving it. I like to, whether it's expanding on it, like uh, this year we're expanding outside. So the show will be longer this year uh, by adding this giant mausoleum outside. Uh, we're building a cabin outside for people to go through. So, like, we really like our interplay of our outdoor world, you know, going through the trails, around the swamp. You know, we've got these natural cliffs all around you. Uh, so it really is a naturally beautiful place to be. Uh, but as a designer, I love that, you know, as much as the audience loves the outside, I love going from outside to inside a structure for a couple rooms to back outside. You know, it's that... You know, that walking through the woods, and you're walking up and you find this cabin in the middle of the woods, and you got to walk into that cabin. Oh, that you gotta, sounds bad. Right. you got to <laughs> breach that threshold. Like, it's, and, and that's kind of what Hell's Gate is all about. It's We're asking the customers to take the adventure. Uh, you know, we keep saying Hell's Gate's not just a haunted house. It's an adventure. So we want you to climb around and figure that out and open that door and see what's in there. So this year we're building the cabin, and because I'm a giant nerd, uh, it'll very much be an homage to Evil Dead's cabin. Oh, fun. Um, because I just... I Minus the raping Raimi, trees, I, I hope. All of them. What's that? No raping trees, I No hope. raping trees. Our trees <laughs> will not it. be raping. they got to talk to HR, make sure it yeah. all works out. No touchy-touchy. Right. Uh, but we've got the cabin coming in. we got the mausoleum coming in. A lot of addition to our graveyard, really beefing up that graveyard expansion. Uh, and that, you know, it's, our customers are outside wandering through all of this. It takes over 15 minutes to walk just the outside trail before you even find the front door of the house. Uh, So I really love putting that energy into that, really building that up. 
Fun fact, I used to drive a 73 Delta 88, same color scheme and everything as the movie. Nice. And if I had still had it, I'd probably just take it to conventions and stuff right. for photo ops yeah. and pull up at your place one day. <laughs> and, right and, 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 oh, God, that would, we, we could, oh, I wish I had it, we could talk rice at that <laughs> point. But, uh, so we got stuff new coming in for Hell's Gate. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't wait for that. And you've got new stuff with your series Days of the Living Dead coming up rather soon, I understand. Yeah, no, we, uh, we are filming again, of course, another season. Our 10th season oh, wow. with really? Yokai Productions. Oh, my God. Yeah, we've been doing this 10 years oh. now. So have we. I mean, uh, right? Oh. Yeah, how quick it all goes. Jesus. So they're here now. They're following me around as I'm going through Booth the Booth right now. I'm looking for inspiration and stuff like that. I hope they get uh, my good side. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's, they, they, they always uh, have a good time following me because I always say going into the show, all this control and discipline I'm going to have with my budget. And then by oh, sure. Thursday noon, I've already blown it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no. Got three more days of this. What the heck? Exactly. But we're doing a whole season, of course. We've got you know episodes about Trans World. We've got episodes about the auditions. Episodes about the build behind the scenes. And then you know, of course, the cherry on top is bringing that camera crew and all of our viewers into the haunted house during October to see behind the scenes. Then, so it's uh, yeah, check it out on DaysOfTheLivingDead.com. It looks like, you know, great things are always in store for Zombie Army Productions. Days of the Living Dead, Hell's Gate Haunted House, all the cool stuff happening, courtesy of Mr. John LaFlamboy. How can people get information? I assume you'll be making announcements about new things going on with the haunted attraction as the weeks and months slowly head towards October. Where can people get all that information on the website, social medias, and stuff like that? Sure. I mean, follow us on the social. That's We are constantly on social media engaging with our audience. You know, it's a thing we like to do year-round, not just in fall. Uh, so Fear Hell's Gate on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, check us out. Also, you can go to hellsgate.com for information constantly. Uh, zombiearmyproductions.com, you know, kind of handles everything zombie army all year long. And, of course, there's Days of the Living Dead. Follow us on Days of the Living Dead on Instagram, on Facebook, and check out the website, daysofthelivingdead.com, for new, new videos dropping. Are the videos on YouTube as well? Absolutely. Yep, all our videos are on a YouTube channel, the Days of the Living Dead YouTube channel. Excellent. John Flamboy, always a, always a pleasure, Thank my friend, you, to have always you here. Good to see you. You know, it, it's early in the trans world thing here. There's so many people here, you know. Everybody was worried, oh, my God, are we going to come in February when there's supposed to be, like, ice and snow everywhere? I mean, it's it's cold. It's probably not Chicago cold, but it's cold it's nonetheless. Cold. You're, you're, you're wearing a light sweater, your cardigan, whatever, but, little, you know. A little hoodie on. Yeah, it's, it's fine out here, but, uh, you know, thankfully the weather held, and there's just a lot of people here, more than I expected. This is the busiest trans world first day I've ever seen. I can't I mean, disagree. I always try to get the whole floor done by the end of my first day. And I tell you, it was a mob scene within the first 10 minutes of the show opening. I couldn't get down aisles anymore. <laughs> uh, so I'm real happy for all the vendors here, all the wonderful artists who have been making their stuff all year long. Like, this looks to be a historic trans world for a lot of people. And it looks like we're probably going to see at least some of this stuff in Hell's Gate this year because, as you said, you're, you're probably getting ready to blow the rest of your budget. And I'm a kid in a candy store. I mean, come on. This is Aren't one of the fun here? parts of the job is I get to buy really cool toys and then bring them home and show everybody. Like, yeah. USA, man. Great, great, you know, great opportunity if you get a chance. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. John, always a pleasure to talk to you. Hellsgate.com, zombiearmyproductions.com. Look up daysoflivingdead.com. All that good stuff. My name is Drew Badger. We're here live at Trans World Trade Show here in St. Louis for the Big Scary Show. And we're out. Awesome.
you, buddy. Good man. Your actors, your props, yourself. If they're worth dressing right, they're worth Von Karam. When you scare enough to wear the very best. Boncaron.com. V-O-N-C-H-A-R-O-N.com. As we slide back into the swamp where we hid the body, we would like to thank the following sponsors. Screamline Studios. Creepy Collection. Dark Imaginings. Fright Finder. Haunt Pay. Von Caron Productions. And VFX Creates. We'd also like to thank Virgil Franklin, Master of the Ether Muse. And we couldn't do this without the three ghosts, including Badger, Haunt Consulting and more, rabidbadger.org. Meat Hook Jim, check out his other podcast at wrestlehorror.com. And Storm, Rants and more, hauntminute.com. And finally, you, the listener. Without you, we are nothing. Big Scary Show is copyright Big Scary Show LLC, and no rebroadcast of this show may be made without express permission of the owners. All music used on the Big Scary Show is used with expressed permission of the artists themselves.